Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to God Was My Pivot. This is Craig Laughlin Jr. with episode seven, day number seven. And today we're going to talk about prayer. One last reminder now that we're seven episodes in our format. Uh, basically, we use the daily devotional, Everyday Bible Promises for Men. And within that devotional, Um, The authors pick a daily topic, and today is prayer. And after that topic, they then take two passages from the Bible, um, and then there's some thoughts that the authors put together, as well as a prayer. I don't take credit for any of the, uh, the pieces that I just mentioned, but what I do use this for is my starting point of my conversation. It basically kicks off my my morning conversation with God and in my personal relationship with God, which brings me to my other reminder that this isn't a podcast that I'm putting out there to try and promote anything or to secure an audience or to... Um, to try and build an audience. I'm not targeting anybody. This is my conversation with God. So I talk about things that are relevant to my life and my experiences and my perspective based on the daily topic. Um, Where that is uh, important is there's a a point of transition where I'm talking more about family um, and then I transition to um, how the daily topic impacts my role as a business owner or an entrepreneur. And for some people that might not be relevant, but um, but again, as a reminder, this is my conversation with God. The only reasons that I've put it in a an audio format, one, I think um, the, the fact that I'm recording it means I have to be audible. That means I have to have an actual open dialogue about my thoughts um, and, and share that with God. Um, and so I think that allows me to be more vulnerable and more open and more sincere in my walk with Christ. Um, but then also, God has put it on my heart to share my perspectives, not for fame or glory, but I think I think there might be an opportunity for some like kind of collateral um, results on this, right? Maybe it will encourage someone else to have a very genuine and authentic dialogue or relationship with God each day. Maybe it's to help encourage fellowship. Maybe maybe my story uh, would resonate with another person that is going through some of the same issues, or the perspective might make sense and help a person that's uh, lost or in a dark place or or just needs to hear uh, some affirmation or whatever it might be. But I've been asked to share this. And so in the long to- the long-term plan is uh, I'm going to finalize a website where I can archive each of these continue to share them on the podcast uh, and I will likely create a Facebook group or a page um, where I can then share these and then ultimately I think I will also do um, a live video blog so that then I can also maybe share them on YouTube. Again, not for fame or glory, but just because this is what has been called in my heart to do is to share my experiences. Um, I've had a number and maybe they resonate, but it's it's just being obedient. I don't know exactly why um, I've had it in my heart to to share my perspectives on these things, but it has been put on my heart and I've prayed on it and this is where uh, I'm just showing my obedience. So getting right into to it. Um, today's daily topic is prayer. And the passage is uh, the first one comes from Psalms 55 17. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Then Psalm 102 17. He will respond to the prayer of the destitute, he will not despise their plea. Prayer should be a precious thing, since it is communication with our Lord. 
But how often do we skimp on prayer, pushing it out of our busy lives? Prayerless Christians become weak, helpless believers. But with it, we can move mountains. Lord, sometimes prayer is a last resort as I try to live life on my own power. Renew my prayer life today. Amen. Well, isn't that interesting? Um, This morning, I failed to wake up earlier. I forgot that it was Thursday. Uh, Some of the trials of working from home every single day during this pandemic. Um, So I I did forget that it was Thursday, and I did have my B&I meeting. So where I'm usually recording... Um, and having my Bible study and, and recording my conversation with God at, uh, at around 7 in the morning, I was actually now preparing for my B&I group. And uh, so I, I said a little bit of a prayer um, to make sure I put God first. But, um, but again, right, this rushed prayer comment that they had in the thing, you know, in the, the um, you know, what, what is it? But how often do we skimp on prayer, pushing it out of our busy lives? Um, you know, I felt prey to that today. And so it's, uh, you know, I think it, you know, hopefully it doesn't have an adverse effect on me today. I don't think that it will because we are still committing uh, to a daily uh, communication and conversation and fellowship with God. But um, but yeah, today is certainly one of those days where uh, the busyness and the, um, the, the rat race caught up and you know, it's, it's something that, you know, I'll have to, to do better with. Right. But here I am, I'm still, you know, I still said my prayer. I'm still trying to get into it, but, um, prayer, man, in your faith life, when I have slacked on prayer, um, man, things, things go haywire when I'm, you know, it's, even, even if it's nothing else, even if it's just, you know, Hey, it, 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 the prayer and what I'm praying for, the prayer for my knees, prayer for my, it puts everything back out front and center. So if, if nothing else, um, you know, be, take, take having a relationship with God out of the equation. Well, don't, right? <laughs> don't misquote or misunderstand me. Don't, just, for the sake of this conversation, just kind of set it to the side. Assume that it's already been done. Um, you know, building the relationship, putting God first, that's already been done. The element beyond that, um, after that, some of the, I, I say collateral, some of the collateral results or the resultant um, behaviors of that is that when I pray over things, right, it puts those prayer requests, um, those things that I prayed about, up front and center, right? If I'm praying for my health, it puts up front and center. If I pray for the business, it's putting the business up front and center. If I pray for my family, if I pray for for the girl's father's family, and, and you know, they had just tested um, positive for COVID, and, and we said a lot of prayer over that family, it puts them in, in the f- foreground of my of my heart and, and of my thoughts and, and of my priorities, right? So be, besides building relationship with God and, and having fellowship and walking with God each morning, um, it, it puts the things that matter back into the foreground of our lives and, and out of the background. And, and so when we're talking about like this fervent rat race, this, this, this fast-paced world that we live in or the distractions in this world, um, when we are diligent in our prayer, when we're mindful with our prayer, we can reset the focus on what's important in our lives, in our day-to-day lives. So, um, you know, I think how that... that how that happens just strengthens um, my faith and my belief in in my Lord, the Creator, um, and it and allows me to then um, 
again, be mindful of how I'm acting each day. Um, so I think in my faith journey, it's it's obvious, right? But sometimes, right, even the most obvious things, you go to Apple with a computer problem, well, have you tried turning it on and off? Sometimes the most obvious things sometimes get overlooked. So prayer helps to avoid that as well. And, um, and I think... Um, prayer, building our faith and building uh, uh, confidence in our faith journey. It seems obvious, but people so often, as the authors of uh, Everyday Bible Promises mention, um, that uh, sometimes we skimp. And, and when we skimp on that, then we're skimping on our faith, we're skimping on our relationship with God, we're skimping on ourselves, um, and that accounts uh, for some, for some uh, bad things to, to happen, right? We leave ourselves vulnerable. Um, prayer, um, you know what, as it relates to my, my role as a husband, you know, um, uh, again, my church, Radiant Church, is a pray-first church. I've got my wristband on since the day I walked into the church, and uh, the only times I've taken it off is if I've offered prayer to somebody, you know, um, you know that I've been in contact with that needed some prayer, and I'll, I'll take my bracelet off and I'll pick up a new one the next time I'm at church. Um, but... Um, my role as a husband, it you know, it really allows me to focus on the health of our marriage as well. When when I put prayer uh, and I include my wife or our marriage in those prayers, um, one besides the fact that God will you know answer our prayers on you know when He hears us coming to Him um, and, and praying and audibleizing the things we need when we do so in prayer with our our marriage and our spouse. Um, you know, I think one, yes, God will attend to our needs as he sees, uh, as he sees fit. But, um, and again, it, it puts, puts my wife back in the foreground. It puts my wife, and I don't want to say back, like it sounds like she's always in the background, but you know, in, in times of busyness or chaos or stress or maybe bad times between us, um, it really helps to strengthen the bond I have with my wife. It really helps to to reprioritize her as one of the most important things in my life. Um, even when things are tough and even when things are hard, you know, that's the time to pray more. That's the time to pray harder. That's the time to pray like crocodile tears, sobbing prayers to, to re-strengthen and rebuild that foundation and, and that relationship with my wife. And, and when I do it with her, I think it, you know, hopefully it lets her know that she is a priority and that she is, you know, um, one of the most important things in my life that I'm willing to ask God in heaven for for her health, for her wellness, for her success, for her, you know, whatever. Um, and so hopefully it, it serves also as a reminder. But, um, but I think there's something very intimate about praying over our spouse and our loved ones. Um, and uh, when we can do it together as well, hand in hand, um, I think it's just a very intimate way to bond and connect with our spouse. And so, um, so I oftentimes, you know, my daily routine and, and, you know, I've been slacking before the start of the year, but what I'm trying to get back into more consistently, and it was for a while every single day, is that I, I you know, I, I put on worship music, I let the Lord enter my heart and the room were resting, and then I grab my wife's hand and I pray. And I pray and we do it together, um, and, I, and I hope that it makes her feel a bond and a connection I hope that um, it lets her know that hey you know you're not the only one that sees the concerns or the fears or the positives um, but I see that too and I'd like to pray over it and I'd really like to be a part of that and have that intimate moment with you um, and prayer with as it relates to my role as a father 
you know, obviously we, you know, there's, there's the, there's the standbys again, you know, where, you know, I, I pray for their health. I pray for their wellness. I pray for their grades. I pray for their, um, their, their schools their Uh, I pray for their teachers. I pray for, you know, there's, there's so many things that I pray for that are related to the children, to the girls. And, um, and I think, uh, I think those are kind of the standbys, but I, what I think is also important and my girls see it. Uh, I hope they see it. Um, but that they see that, their their father figure stepfather you know I don't like to say step but um, but they see that I am a man of prayer and that I am not afraid to commit my needs or my concerns or my worries or even my celebrations to God so I want them not not that I, again I'm kind of pivoting away from the things I pray for over my children and making this more like, I think it's important that our children see that we are abundant in our prayers, that we are consistent in our prayers, that we are living a truth in prayer, and that we are asking our Heavenly Father for the things we need, celebrating and lifting all things in all glory up to our Heavenly Father, and that they see this. It's not so much praying over my children that I want to focus on. It's that I want them to visibly know, um, audibly know at times that, you know, that prayer Prayer is important. Prayer is good. Prayer is something that should be consistently in our daily lives. And so we do that at dinner time as well. Do not even pick up your fork and put it, put it up to your mouth until we've said a prayer, um, until we pray over our community, until we pray over our family and pray, pray over our friends and our needs and our tests and our whatever it is. Uh, and we bless this food to our body and, and then we eat. So, so they see that. And, and I'm, and I'm, fully like I said I'm uh, fully appreciate how the girls were raised um, even in the previous marriage that Allie and John it's it was um, they were raised in the church and so I know God uh, is working in John's home and I know God is working with the children in God's home so I'm, I'm blessed in that respect that in both homes um, they are, are are receiving um, you know physical and visual and audible proof that um, God should be preeminent in our in our lives and in the foreground, obviously. So I think it's important that the girls see that, um, not just over our food and our meals, but though also they know, um, first thing in the morning, they know I'm in my room doing Bible study, praying, talking to God, and they know that. They, they a thousand percent know that, you know, and they know that because uh, early in our relationship while they were getting to know me, um, you know, they would knock on the bedroom door and, you know, we've had the conversations, hey, this is my time with God. Um, you know, please, please be mindful. If it's an emergency, certainly. Um, but um, just so you know, each morning, this is my cycle and this is what we do. And I make sure I spend time with God. So I think it's important. Not, obviously, we pray over our children. We pray over their needs. We pray over their concerns, their drama, their whatever else it is. But I think it's important that they see, hear, and understand that we put God first and we pray to have communication and fellowship with God and that we ask our Heavenly Father for the needs we have. Um, and as it relates to my role as a business owner, um, I just I just want to pray each and every day that I am doing what I'm called to do. Not, 
yes, I throw in a prayer for, hey, I, you know, I pray for the finances. I pray for the, the business. But more importantly and more specifically, I pray that I am in the position that I am in because God has called me to do it and that the business is purpose-driven and led by faith and led by what God is telling me to do in the business. And and one time during COVID, I'm going to be very completely honest, it has been hard, right? Because we did a lot of free work because the, the just revenues were tight, but we were here to be a resource and that's what we were told to do. And so we were. And revenue would have been quite a bit more helpful than not helpful, but, um, but we weren't going to challenge what it was we were called to do. And so um, there was one morning where, man, I prayed, hey, is this is this really where you're calling me to be, Lord? Like, bills are getting tight. My savings is starting to kind of wrap up because of the pandemic and no revenues. And I was I was struggling um, with with in um, whether or not this was the right uh, the right avenue. So I prayed. I prayed that morning. I prayed hard. Please give me a sign that this is where you intend for me to be. And so later that day, I had a meeting. Um, it was a networking meeting. I'm in a BNI group, so it was a BNI meeting, a one to one. And uh, and so the person I was meeting with asked me, you know, hey, so what is it? Why why is it that your business is the way it is, the way it's structured? Why you know I hear everything you're saying and that you're purpose driven and that you're you're here to be a resource and you're not worried about the revenues and that you know profits aren't your focus. Like tell tell me about that. And so I shared my experiences and I shared how um, I I basically made the the statement that. Who am I? I? And this isn't to be blasphemous. I'm not trying to compare myself to God, but like God works through me. I had hoped that I could work through the nonprofits or the local businesses in our communities to help them make an impact. Like the the Lord is working through me to make an impact, right? And so, um, and again, not trying to con- compare myself to God at all, but I kind of use that kind of example. Like I hope that um, helping the organization, the nonprofit, or the small local independent, um, yes, absolutely, that is important to us, helping them out. But at the same time, we're hoping to work. through through them to the end user, especially on the nonprofit side of the thing, right? Because the the nonprofits all have a cause, a purpose, a mission, an agenda that they're trying to do to build up our community, to protect our community, to share and love our community. So so I want to work through them. Yes, I absolutely want to help them, um, the organizations themselves, but I ultimately want to be in a position where I am counseling and consulting the organization to help the people that need their resources. And so I had kind of put it into this perspective. Who am I to tell a nonprofit that, no, I can't help you tell your story right now because you don't have revenues coming in? Because let's face it, donor relationships have suffered because businesses that uh, usually have philanthropic kind of initiatives have pulled back on their their budgets, right, because they have lost revenues. Uh, And then general donations as a whole have kind of slowed down a little bit in the majority, not everywhere, but in the majority of the conversations that we've had uh, because people have been furloughed or let off of their, their jobs or fired completely. And so where they might usually contribute to an organization, that's kind of come to a halt because now they got to worry about making sure they can afford a box of spaghetti and some mushrooms for the sauce, whatever the case might be. There's, um, you know, there's a, a correlation of being fired and how much you're willing to give. And even volunteerism has kind of slowed down. And based on the conversations we've had, events have slowed down. So there's all these different dynamics that play a role in whether or not they can pay me as a marketing agency. Um, and so I was put in this position that, 
who am I to say, no, I can't help you tell your story when there's someone on the other end of their story that may be having suicidal thoughts because they're struggling with isolation or there's a family that's hungry and they can't find the resources for a food bank because the story isn't getting out there. So so my perspective was um, the reason why I'm not worried about revenues right now is because who am I to say no that we can't reach that end user that is having suicidal thoughts. And so, uh, you know, again, that morning I had prayed, just show me a, 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 show me a sign, show me something because I'm struggling right now. Show me a sign that this is where we're going. Refuel my strength. Let me tap into that strength like we talked about a few episodes ago. Let me tap into that pure source of strength that says, carry on, Craig, keep moving forward. And so, as I'm telling the story, um, my B&I partner that, that I was talking to just started crying, like like sobbing, um, and, and apologized to me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Like, uh, I, you know, and, and she had kind of pointed out, we just had a loss in our family, and, and I just want you to know that um, everything you're saying right now means so much to me and means so much um, and I just thank you for for your heart and for what you're doing. And if that wasn't a sign from God that says, Craig, keep on persevering through this, I promise you the end result at the end of this thing is going to be beautiful. You need to be here right now in this capacity. Don't worry about revenues. Don't worry about... And you know what? Everything's been taken care of. We still have a roof over our head. We still have our vehicle. We still have lights on. We still have food in the in the refrigerator. It's not as easy as you know you would like to have it if we were generating a lot more revenue in 2020. But that was a testament. That was a that was a testimony. That was proof in the pudding there that that this was the 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 purpose and the mission that 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 I had been set on that Allie and I had been called to do, um, and there couldn't have been a more um, kind of emotional and compelling reason to continue on and not worrying about the revenues. Now, 2021 is here, so now I do pray a little bit more for revenues because um, there's only so long that I can go without growing the business, and so now, I, you know, God has really instilled this energy, this supernatural energy, and I think because I've uh, been praying, like, hey, allow me to kick 2021 off with with a, a gust of, uh, you know, of just energy, and I think that I've been instilled with this, um, this incredible um, source of uh, power and and perseverance and just stamina that um, if I was worried about revenues, if I was worried about the stress, if I was worried about all these other things, I probably wouldn't have the stamina. But putting my faith in God, putting my prayer, my prayer needs in, in God's hands and lifting all things to him, like this stamina right now is so supernatural. I mean, I'm literally putting in 14, 18, sometimes 20 hour days, getting right back up at the crack of dawn and going and going and going. And uh, and th- there's only one source of that type of energy, and that's in my faith in Christ. That's my faith in God as my Savior. And my uh, I said that backwards, but my faith in God, my faith in Christ as my Savior. Um, it's, it's just a supernatural energy and, and a feeling. Um, and maybe some of it is earthly. Maybe it's positivity and that, hey man, I've been cranking and I know that, uh, I know that success is when preparation and opportunity meet and I have been preparing, I have been preparing. Now let's go talk to opportunity. Come knocking, my friend. We are ready for you because we have got God in our corner. We've got God pushing pushing us along and blowing the wind in our sails. We are ready to go. So, um, so prayer has been a big part of that, right? And when we pray for something specific, Lord, this has been hard. The, the pandemic's been 
been hard. Business has been hard. And I just need, just show me, please just show me a sign. Just show me something. And then I have that moment with that B&I partner. Just so much sincerity. So much raw emotion that says, you, what you are doing is so important to me. And so important in general. Couldn't have asked for a better sign. Couldn't have asked for a more more beautiful sign than that. Now, I'm obviously, I'm sorry for the loss she experienced in her family, but... Um, that's why we were where we were. That's why we were doing what we were doing because we want to make sure that our community feels supported by us and by God because we're going we're going to be honoring God through this, right? So so that's what prayer means in my life. That's the perspective I have on on prayer and, and these different categories in my life. I won't lie. Sometimes I pray that God makes it a good fishing day. Won't lie. Um, I do do that, but um, I'll, I'll keep fishing out of this one. Um, well, I guess I didn't, but um, but yeah. So, so today, uh, again, we talk about prayer, and tomorrow, day eight, um, we're going to talk about spiritual growth. And so I really like how this kind of paints a narrative, right? It takes us down a path, and... and um, and it's just been it's been so fulfilling right now, um, and uh, and I've even seen some people start to share um, the podcast when I post it on social media. So I think it's just following up with what God has asked us to do. Um, and so I just wanted to thank you again, and you know thoughts are with you all. Um, if anybody has any prayer requests, um, since we're talking about prayer, text me, email me, message me on the Facebook post, um, private message me if you don't want it to be um, seen by anybody else. But if anybody has any prayer requests, please feel free. Like I said in a previous episode, I'm here. If you just want to talk, if you'd like some fellowship, if you'd like to follow along, if you need prayer, um, you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm building relationships now. Again, this is my conversation with God. Maybe this, isn't, this episode isn't relevant to you. Maybe the perspective is not relevant to you. But that's okay because this is, this is me talking to God. I'm just putting it in the perspective that other people might be listening. But genuinely, I'm talking to God right now. I'm sharing my thoughts and feelings with God. God knows this. And, um, and so I just want to continue to make that clear. You have a blessed day. Uh, continue to be well. Continue to be successful in all things. And... Um, you know, abundant love and joy and peace in your lives. And, and we thank you for your time and we hope you have a great Thursday afternoon. Take care.